Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. Welcome to the program. This is Solutions from the Huddle, and I am your host, Titus Bartolotta. I am so glad out of all the things that you could be doing right now, you decided to tune in, buckle in, and listen Maybe you'll even learn something. But here's the deal. Uh, we start the show the same way every time. If, you, if you've never tuned in, uh, we're, we're powered by Collaborative Solutions Group. You can podcast the show. You can listen to it on demand by going to ESPNCharlotte.net or team-csg.com. We start every show with prayer. If you're driving, we ask you to please keep your eyes on the road. Don't you dare close those eyes. But here we go. Lord, we ask you to bless every aspect of the show, the sponsors, the partners, the, the guests, just everyone involved. Let the the words of our mouth, the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Amen. Chris, I want to get right to it. I want the whole show uh, to be with our guest, but let me give him a proper introduction. How about that? Today, our guest is Jeffrey Hazlett. He's a primetime television host of C-Suite with Jeffrey Hazlett and Executive Perspectives Live on C-Suite TV and is the host of the award-winning All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett on C-Suite Radio. Uh, Jeffrey is a global business celebrity, a Hall of Fame speaker. He's the chairman and CEO of C-Suite Network, which is the home to the world's most trusted network of C-Suite leaders. He's also a multi-time best-selling author, and his most recent book is called The Hero Factor, How Great Leaders Transform Organizations and Create Winning Cultures. Jeffrey, good morning. Thank you so much for being on the show, and welcome to the program. Man, I feel blessed. I mean, I almost want to say amen or go into Wayne's World and say I'm not even worthy. I'm not worthy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, I, I got to tell you, I have been so excited. And really what I want to do is I, I want the Charlotte market. We're here in North Carolina, and you were just here. But, but I want them yeah. to know all about you and the Hero Club uh, and, and, and all the wonderful things that you're doing with, with the Hero Factor. Well, I don't know if we have enough time, but we'll try to squeeze as much as we can. And, you know, the Hero Club got started a number of years ago when Rob Ryan sold his business. Now, get this, for $20.4 billion. Wow. And when he's, yeah, I know, that's that's billion with a B. Yeah. And a big, you know, not like, like a million. Yeah. Even $20 million would be a lot, but 20, you know, $20 billion is even bigger. And when he sold the company, he and his wife, Terry, now Terry was also the chief legal officer of the company at the time. They're both graduates of Cornell, very smart people. And one of the things they did, and they didn't have to, Titus, they didn't have to at all. They decided to set a percentage of the company aside for all the employees, making the single largest number of millionaires ever created in one day. Wow. In fact, that, 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 that's uh, held as a, as a record for you know, a long time, a couple of decades, almost a couple of decades now. And the, that stood for the biggest, largest single transaction at a tech company up until 2016 when Microsoft bought LinkedIn. Mm. And, you know, what would happen when, you know, when all of a sudden these employees became millionaires? A janitor would run up to them and see them in a restaurant and say, Mr. Ryan, you don't know me, but I can send my kids to college. You're my hero. Mm. Or, you know, night watchmen would come and say, you know, Mr. Ryan, Mrs. Ryan, I'm paying for the operation of my mother-in-law who has cancer. and She's going to live. You know, you're a hero. And, and that's the kind of thing that started occurring. He said, well, geez, you know, he didn't feel like a hero, but he sure wanted to do some good. So he decided he'd create, you know, what you'd call mastermind today, uh, a group of people that he would pull together from time to time and help them show what he did and how he did it and the way they could do it. And then could they have a similar kind of hero moment? Mm. And thus, thus became the Hero Club. And 
Um, years later, I ran into him, and he saw what we were doing with the C-suite network, bringing these trusted leaders together, and he says, Jeff, you got to take this over. And so he requested it, or bequeathed it to us, and um, in terms of selling it, I gave him a dollar, and he, 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 he let me buy it. And, and so we've been, been growing it. Now it's grown 100% year over year since we've had it. And we've got, you know, now hundreds of leaders and soon to be thousands of CEOs who have to do one thing, and that's to sign a pledge, a pledge that says you're not going to be a you-know-what, yeah. a pledge that you're going to be a really a great leader to take over where good to great left off and say, I'm going to make sure that we take care of our community, take care of our employees, take care of our customers, take care of the environment that's around us. And what we find is those companies that operate with hero values, hero companies, because nobody starts out to be a hero. You know that, Titus. Yeah. You run into so many people. Sure. You know, you, you mentioned some of your mentors there in the lead-up, and you know, George Brett, or you know, whether you're a football hero or you're Captain Marvel. No <laughs> one starts off to be you know a hero. But what you'd like to do is run a hero company or or lead a company of heroes, and that's what it's all about. And so we make everybody sign a pledge that says you'll do that. And we find that. These companies gross more dollars, earn more dollars, have happier employees, more engaged customers, and vendors who want to do business with them over and over and over again. And so that's that's just it's fabulous to see that we call that the hero factor. Mm. And uh, we actually just wrote a book on it. So now it's a new bestseller. You can get a, a, a you know find out if you if you want to find out if you're a hero or where your company sits in the hero intensity scale. You can take a free assessment at theherofactorbook.com. And we have a whole bunch of free exercises and free things for you so that you can also become a hero yourself or, or at least lead a hero company. All right. We've got global business celebrity Jeffrey Hazlett with us on the program. Yeah, I, you know, I, I got to tell you, I've had the privilege, even outside of the interview, to see it up close. And for all the folks that tune in and that listen, um, this is no joke. I mean, it's a real thing. And, and I love how you say this is it takes it, it kind of it, it picks up where good to great left off. And so would you say that from a metric, uh, you go from good to great, and then maybe you go from great to hero? Is hero the next level? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, I think heroes is about as high as you can get. Just to do good for doing good, you know, not being a not being a terrible operator. I mean, there's lots of different ways. And by the way, I wasn't the one that said it. it was actually the New York Times. So, but I'm, uh, I'll give them credit for it, and I really love that. You know, hero, the hero factor takes off where good to great leads, leads off. Uh, leads off. You know, there's a lot of different kind of companies. You know, Titus, you have your own group right there in Charlotte that you lead, the Blues, and, and doing what you do with those leaders. And and one of the things you know, there's different kinds of companies. I don't care if you're a small company or a big company. If you're in, you know, in, in on, on Main Street right there in Charlotte, or you're on Wall Street in New York City, there, there's there's wannabes. There's these kinds of companies that just don't quite, ha- you know, have it, but wannabe. There's good co's. Good companies, really good companies, salt-of-the-earth kind of companies that do a good job. There's operational excellence. We know who those are, those big companies. you got a bunch of them right there in Charlotte. Yeah. You know, they, they, they're good on the bottom line. You know, they're real bottom liners. And they're great operational companies, but they don't have the hero value, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you have those do-gooders. And you know some of those, too, that I know you, you counsel a number of those in your group. And that's companies that, that want to do the right thing, have great values, but they just can't work themselves out of a wet paper sack when it comes to profit. Yeah. 
And then, and then you have what we call those, um, I, I don't know if I want to use the word, well, I know I can get by with this, but asshat companies, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know. In fact, I, I, I tried to come up with the roughest name I could to beat the censors. So that was the word <laughs> that I chose, you know. I love it. You know, and, but th- those are the zero companies, you know, real losers that just want to take advantage of everybody. And then way up in that upper right quadrant, you have those hero companies who, who have great values, but they're they're good on profit. They're good on sales, you know. And that's to me, wow. What it's it's great to have a good operational profit, but if you don't have the values, what's what's the use, man? Uh, yeah, what's you know, the use? No, that makes complete sense. I, I love when your your book highlights. You know, there are leaders, then there are hero leaders. Those who go beyond providing free coffee in the office or just giving 10% to a local charity. You know, I think there's, you're right, Jeffrey. There's so many companies that think we put donuts out, so we must really be crushing it for our employees or we, we do 10% uh, to the, to a local charity. And and it's always some big name charity because they're really looking at it as more of a marketing play than, than a give back. Um, But you're talking, you're talking about someone who knows how to crush operationally. They know how to crush on profit inspiring their, their, their employees, creating a, a culture inside the workplace and giving back at an even higher level. I think that's really wonderful that you've, you've well, defined and, it. And they, yeah. And what they do is they put people over profit. I mean, I mean, seriously, look, I've, I've run companies, billions of dollars. I've bought and sold over 250 companies in my career. Uh, the last budget that I managed was around 17 billion um, just in the marketing budget when I was a CMO of Eastman Kodak. So, you know, the, those things are those are cool. That's nice. <laughs> but you know, you know, you know, it's not bad. But you know what I, you know, but how much money do you need if you got to lay off people all the time? If you got to ruin people's lives in order to to make a buck? Well, that doesn't seem like the right thing to do. And so that's what you know. That's what the Hero Club's about. It, it's about valuing the free enterprise system. Let's don't be let's don't be wrong here, man. Mm. We want to make money, and yeah. these companies make money. You know, I want to make money. I want to build wealth. Sure, but I can I can do that for a lot of other people at the same time and make more of it and have more fun and do the right things and that's really what we're talking about and so you know that's the Hero Club and it sits inside of a uh, it's one of our many councils that we have inside the C Suite Network and we also have advisors and coaches and we have um, you know marketing councils and we have women in the boardroom councils and. So we have a health and wellness council. So we have lots of specialty groups inside because when you, as you well know, in business, you know, just like you guys were talking about uh, baseball or football or any sports that you want to get into, there's lots of specialties. Yeah. Once again, joining us, best-selling author Jeffrey Hazlett. You know, I, I, I think what's really exciting is you highlight that there's some what I think you call do-gooders, and there's this crop of folks out here that think. Uh, we just have to help folks. It, it, it profits a four-letter word, and and you know yeah. even the Bible says we ought to be the head, not the tail, the lender, not the borrower. I mean, I I think even from the beginning of time, it, it was never demonized to make money. I mean, you can't help people if you're broke and poor yourself. Well, and it's also good to know that you can you should usher in church not just so people see you taking money, but that you're serving. Yeah, well, absolutely. You know? <laughs> absolutely. I think that's important. You know, and that's a big part of what we see is great leaders in business today have a very servant mentality. You know, um, you know, for a CEO, it's always about the culture. It's always about the people or talent. And it's always about the money. 
and or the numbers is the way I would describe it, maybe a better word, because you have to worry about you know market share and growth and your valuation and value. Um, but you know it's important. It's important to be really grounded in just doing good things and good and for good reasons. But but you have to. But you know the better you are at it, meaning in terms of business and making money the better that you can do, the more you can do, and the intensity just continues to grow. And, and the book, The Hero Factor, it's filled with great companies. It's also filled with some really bad companies that have done some really bad things. I mean, coming up in the next couple of weeks, and just to give a shout-out to another uh, network, but uh, HBO has got a great special that's coming up on one of those really asset companies, and that's Theranos. The gal that, that raised, um, I'm, I think, well over maybe close to a billion dollars, but you know, was an was a unicorn company, and they were doing all the stuff related to uh, testing blood, and it was all fake. It was all you know BS, never existed. And she knew it, and some of the key leaders there knew it, and yet they took people's money, and quite frankly, they ran tests and told people they were fine when they weren't fine, cost people their lives. You know, I've heard you use the term. This is how we keep score. Uh, and, and it resonated with me, you know, as a CEO, as a leader of an organization, you do have a lot of pressure and stress to make sure the valuations are there and, and honor your stockholders. Um, how do you speak to somebody keeping score? You got to keep score with that stuff. You can't not make money and then call the, uh, tell the marketplace you're a leader. No one believes when you're, when you're in negative every single quarter that you ought to be given advice or leading the way a leader has to know the way, show the way and go the way. So I, when you say you, you got to keep score, I love that. How do you speak into someone's life when they're juggling the moment of, do I make this decision and it may not be the right one and lie and, and, but, but I've got to get these numbers on paper when they're struggling with that moment, Jeffrey, how do they have the intestinal fortitude to, to be a hero? You got to pick a side. I mean, that's a big part of the book is to pick a side, you know, either pick a side in terms of what kind of company you want to be, whether you want to be a good co or you want to be a wannabe you want to be a hero. You want to be an operational excellence. I even say, look, the choice between being a hero and an operational excellence company is, is a fairly easy one, but it's difficult for some people. I get it. But pick a side. I don't care. Just pick a side. Yeah. So, you know, Jason Forrest uh, runs Forrest Performance Group out of Dallas, Texas, and also or for, actually Fort Worth. And he is one of our Hero Club members, and he once stood up and did this uh, talk, and I thought it was one of the best things I ever did. He says, no, show, do. Um, that's what real leaders do. Real leaders know it, they show it, and then they do it. So you, you can't, you have to always be integrity. You know, you just, it's like being pregnant. You just can't be partially pregnant. You're going to need to be here now, you know? And, and, and it takes nine months to have a baby. So, so it's not supposed to be easy, right? Yeah. And, and so being a great leader is, is something you have to do every day. You have to live with integrity. I'll give you a great example. I, I, I finished the book. I wrote the book. I believe in everything I had to say in the book. And then in, back in November, I think it was, might have been December, I was actually reading the book for the audio release. And as I was reading it, my own book, I'm going, I'm not worthy. We're not worthy. I don't think I'm living to the fullest extent of the principles of the things I just wrote myself. Wow. So, and, and, and it came back to me because... One of our employees said, Jeff, are we really living the mission of what we said? I said, of course we are. Of course we are. How dare you, you know, challenge <laughs> our mission statement? You know? And, you know, and as I was reading the books, her voice was haunting me in the back of my mind saying, 
I don't think I'm doing it the right way that way. So I immediately said, hey, let's, let's, I got to get through this, but let's get together as a team. Let's revisit, you know, the principles of the book. Let's revisit our mission. And so, and our vision of what we want to do. And let's, let's all decide whether we're doing it. And of course, we came to the conclusion, no, we're not fully living that. Okay, so what do we have to do? How, what do we have to do to drink the Kool-Aid? What do we have to do to pick the side and make sure we're on that side? And we're always on that side based upon what our vision and direction of where we want to go. So we did that. And, and now, now we're having a monthly constitutional of getting together and, and focusing in on those goals and focusing in on our vision so that we're all marching down. And it's been, it's been probably the biggest and best thing I've ever done uh, for our company. Just it's absolutely wonderful. To watch people who came out of the meeting, you know, and, yeah. and then the next day and the next day and say, Jeff, could, now we can do this and we should do this. And and I always thought they had the permission to do it and they should have been doing it. But I wasn't um, I wasn't communicating as good as I could. And so so we've changed that. You know, I don't know if if it's more impressive or important to have the awareness or the the willpower to to take to walk something back. Uh, you know, oh. if, if you, you know, <laughs> wow. if you plan on you, you just you just got on two big things. I hope people are listening to what you just said. <laughs> right? Yeah. First, first is the awareness or understanding. You know, awareness is first, just because we're not aware of the things we're not aware of. That's first. So have the consciousness of mind to be able to be aware of it, and then once you're aware of it, to look yourself in the mirror. Holy moly! Yeah. And you know, for me to for me to walk back into the room, and you said it exactly, walk it back and say. To the team, you know, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I, I should have taken this. I should have. I shouldn't have yelled at you. I have to do that all the time. I I listen to so many professionals, Jeffrey, that say I, I decided I was going to run a mile. That was the plan. I put the energy and effort in, and then I found out that three quarters of this particular mile, there's a cliff. <laughs> and halfway into it, my pride said, hell no, I'm going to keep, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. And if they go yeah. the whole mile, they're going to die and they just don't walk yeah. it back. They can't turn around. So I, I love that. Here's what we got to do though. We want to say thank you to the sponsors of the show. We're going to take a super oh. quick break. Nobody on the planet is going to tune out. You better stay right here. Solutions from the huddle. Jeffrey Hazlett's on the program. There has never been a better time than right now to purchase or lease a car from Carolina Volkswagen. Right now, if you have great credit, Carolina Volkswagen is offering a sign-then-drive leasing option with, get this, truly no money down. Also, no acquisition fee and no payment due at signing. Who does this? Carolina Volkswagen does. 7800 East Independence Boulevard. And now the fine print. It's a better buying experience at Carolina Volkswagen. Sign and drive leasing event does not include the Beetle or the Golf R. Think about how much your car does for you. Carrying you around, getting you to places on time, the kids do appointments, taking you for a night on the town, and even plays the radio for you while you're driving. So consider everything your car does for you. Isn't it time you did something nice for your car? Bring your car into your local Jiffy Lube for a signature service oil change with Pennzoil Motor Oil. We will check, inspect, and fill vital fluids ensuring your car is ready for whatever you ask of it, and you won't even have to lift a finger. Get on your car's good side today with a signature service oil change at Jiffy Lube. Add value to your next corporate event. Hire talk show host, certified business coach, teacher, and speaker Titus Bartolotta, whose speaking style is motivational, informative, and engaging. Hi, this is Titus Bartolotta. I'm the founder and president of the Lotta Foundation, business leaders unleashed, and collaborative solutions group. 
I'd love to add value to your next event and leave those that attend better for it. To learn more about how you can book Titus Bartolotta for your next speaking event, visit team-csg.com or call direct at 704-765-1524. All right, and we're back. Thank you so much to each and every sponsor. We absolutely love you and appreciate you. If you want to have some exposure, some branding, and be a part of this program that reaches so many wonderful business professionals, All you have to do is reach out to Chris Allison, the co-host of the program, right here at ESPN Charlotte. All right, we're back with Jeffrey Hazlett, and here's the truth. We are learning what it means to go from not just good to great, but from great to hero. And we're talking to the author of The Hero Factor, the chairman and co-founder of C-Suite Network. Jeffrey, thanks so much so far for uh, the lessons that we've gotten to learn, and and people are taking notes big time. I want to talk a little bit more about C-Suite Network. This is something special. People uh, on the program here and and, and in this community, they know about Blue and and what we're trying to do on a local level, but what you're doing on a national, maybe even international level, is is maybe next level. And anyone who knows me knows... I rarely want to tell somebody uh, that, that someone's doing something at a quicker, faster, higher, better rate than me. Um, so I'll, everybody that just heard me say that you are next level, I'm probably going to get some some interesting emails. But tell everybody about C-Suite and how you're kicking my butt. Uh. Well, that, you know, that's okay. That's what we all need. We all, just like in sports, we need to be a good coach. We need a, we need somebody that, that that's setting records, you know, that gives us something to go for and and then sometimes we need even, you know, you know, um, other examples to show us other ways to be able to do it in a better way or, or not to do it that way. Like, that hurts. You know, yeah. Don't do that, you know? Sure. Um, and, and so the C-suite is really a gathering place of trusted leaders. Um, VPs are higher uh, that are part of the organization. Anybody can join. You can come and be a part of it. We have an executive or what we call black membership. Uh, it's our highest level. We have a gold level that we have available, it's uh, not not too much money, only about a thousand bucks a year, and then we have varying levels of councils that you can join, uh, subject matter groups uh, by role, by geography, by position, and so we have this affiliation with uh, great great leaders uh, like yourself and others who who want to be able to provide a level of standard to the people in the audience they serve, and so that's what we're doing. So we have. The membership, we have content, we have C-Suite TV, C-Suite Radio, so we have podcasts, we have, we have television shows, we have the largest business podcast network in the, in the world today. Mm-hmm. And then, then we have, uh, you know, newsletters and book clubs and everything else that you can do, conferences, and, and then lots of service. We give you a lot of service, too, meaning, uh, a, you know, software and education and training. And that's really all we're trying to do is just be a special community for that group that wants to, you know, to better and do, do, um, uh, to do good in business, is not, I just love to do that. Every day, I, you know, I, go, I don't know about you, Titus, but I go to bed at night hurrying up, uh, wanting to sleep as fast as I can so I can get up and get going the next day. That, yeah. That's me every day. Yeah. You know, I, I, got up at, I got up at 3 o'clock this morning to start work. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, I rushed home. You know, I went to, I went to my Irish pub um, in New York City called Scallywags, and I went over there and I grabbed a quick appetizer and a nice scotch. And then I rushed home. That was already after having a couple of good scotches with my good <laughs> friend Christy Hefner. Christy used to be the CEO of, uh, of Playboy Enterprises, uh, Hugh Hefner's daughter, and she was the CEO. She and I have become friends, and so she was in New York to have dinner with some muckety-muck artists. And, I'm, of course, I didn't want to go do that. <laughs> so I met her for a, for a nice uh, libation and then and then took off. And, uh, and But she, man, she's, you talk about successful. There's a... 
there's a gal that is just not only, um, you know, just smart and talented, but just uh, one of the nicest people in the world. You know, I, I, I had the pleasure to go to that place with you recently, um, and I don't remember what I probably ordered a scotch too, because I'm super manly. I can't remember exactly what I ordered. Um, no, I'm joking. I, I don't. I, I don't. Think, I think you ordered something with an umbrella. And I think I gave you. Uh, you I think I gave you a very hard time about you, that. You, uh, you yeah, were in an yeah. Irish pub yeah. and said, "Can I have something that I can put my finger out, my little pinky finger out, and drink?" And that's okay. Yeah. That's yeah. All right. I love it. To, no. each, to each his own, but I think I think fuzzy navels are coming back. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm not sure what what hero <laughs> drinks are, but um, but no, absolutely. I got to tell you, the truth is, you know, even into the late hours, there's times that you know Jeffrey and I exchange a, a text or, or or a message back and forth, and, and and we're talking about business, we're talking about motivation, we're talking about absolutely. ideas and concepts, and what I love about the C Suite Network is that the tools and the roadmap that you guys are putting in place that I'm seeing the benefits of allows for the seesaw to see balance in such a, a clear way on the business side. And and being with a, a room full of talented people just this past weekend, I got to see that, that the family spirit, we checked all the boxes. Uh, every one of those boxes oh, yeah. were, were checked in such a big way. I, as we're coming on the back of the show here, um, I want to ask a little bit about you being the CMO for Kodak managing a 17 plus billion dollar annual marketing budget. And let me just, before I shut up, I want to make sure everyone heard that a $17 billion, just the marketing budget. (laughs) um, And you were in charge of that. How did you balance and keep the seesaw and maintain that hero mindset in the midst of such a a massively high intensity kind of pressure situation like that? So I'm from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and most people don't know anybody from South Dakota. I have a ranch out there. I love my place out there. You know, we're one of those flyover states. When I when I speak in front of the audience, and I have thousands or tens of thousands of people, I say I'm from South Dakota. Anyone there? For, anyone in the room from South Dakota? No one ever raises their hand. <laughs> but you know, there are more cows than people. You know, in, in South Dakota, there's more people in the stands Indianapolis 500 than the day of our race. So I say all those things because that's I took that with me into these big corporate boardrooms. I took that mentality of take off the zeros. So when I'm making a multi-million dollar decision, I take off the zeros and say, would that be a good decision in Sioux Falls, South Dakota? Mm. Would that be a good decision, you know, from if I were running a small business as I was used to be doing back then years ago, would it be a good decision? And, and, and so what you do is you take the scale off of it and get it down to the real bare facts. And when you get things down to the bare facts, you know, you know, it's just like you see the prince and princesses in, in, in like in England. Oh my gosh, the, the pomp and circumstance. We're really it's just a girl loving a boy and a boy loving a girl. So when you get down to the basics, it's not that it's not that tough. But you know, there were a lot of times I'd be sitting in the room, tell yourself, many times, just like anybody else that's out there listening right now, and I'd be going. You know, I'd be hearing something, or we had to do something, and I'd say, somebody, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, somebody ought to do something about this. This is kind of screwed. You know, you know, this is kind of screwed up until I realized it was me. So that's what you have to figure out, you know. Jeffrey Hazlett joining us here, Solutions from the Huddle. And Jeffrey, uh, I'm from Kansas, by the way, so I know the flyover states very, very well, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> very, yeah. very well. Um, as we wrap up, I just want to tell you from my perspective, and I think we're about 50 shows in with Solutions from the Huddle. 
And uh, I've, I, you know, I look at Titus, mid thirties, and, and everything he's doing here in Charlotte, and and, and now he's part of C Suite. And I just want to tell you, from my perspective, being his friend and what I see, it's already changing his life. And uh, I'm just, I'm pretty, I'm pretty darn impressed with uh, with, with what he, he's already done. And I can't imagine the next level now that uh, that's that, that we're going to see as Titus continues on through the journey uh, with Jeffrey Hazlett. Well, it's not just me. Every once in a while, you can always find somebody that just needs to turn on the water hose. And Titus is one of those guys. He's going to grow into a huge sequoia. He's going to create an environment, infrastructure around him that's just going to be massive. You can see it. He's got it. And, and every once in a while, you can look out there and you can, you can see those big trees sprouting. And that's, you know, that's, I'm kind of like a Johnny Appleseed sometimes. And I, get the, I have the, the wonderful opportunity to see people like that and have uh, at least a business behind us that's, that's scaling that we can, we can entice people like Titus. So it's going to be exciting. We're going to be down in Sherwood a heck of a lot more. Uh, which is awesome. I, I need to do a shout out for my cousin. My cousin uh, is down in there, and she she's married to Randy Marriott, who wrote, he, I think he owns half the car deal. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Sure. He does. He does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he never offers me a discount. He never <laughs> offered me a discount. What's the deal with that? We're going to see if we can't fix that for you. Yeah. Uh, as we as we close out the show, I, thank you so much, Jeffrey. We appreciate you having uh, we appreciate having you here on the program. And I tell everybody on the planet, you can't go alone. Every single person, every leader has Amen. to have a coach, a mentor. Uh, I'm blessed to have a few really special people in my life, and I'm super proud to be able to say that Jeffrey Hazlett is a mentor and coach in my life. So make sure every single person on the planet tunes in every single week. Don't you live your life without leadership, without direction, without coaching, and why don't you go be a hero while you're at it. We'll see you next week. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. If you want to listen to the show on demand, be sure to check out ESPNCharlotte.net or team-csg.com where we podcast the show so that you can listen to it on demand. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back.